Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And we're locked in our houses. We're locked in our separate houses. Yeah. That, this, is, this is weird. I, like Normally I'm used to talking to your face and now I'm talking to a microphone. Oh yeah, but tell you what we have discovered though. I mean, I presume you've still got it on. Subtitles yeah. in Skype. Yes, subtitles in Skype is working really well. I, so, I mean, it's getting a few words wrong, but some of it is just quite funny. I mean, that's because of your deeply ethnic accent. Uh, it's not tell- It's not showing me my stuff. It's just showing me what you're saying. Uh, actually, yeah, I mean, yours isn't great, but you can follow the sentence. You know. that's, 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 that's pretty good. What I was thinking about doing, though, is getting a picture of your face and putting it on my microphone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, there's, there's many weeks of lockdown left for that, Cal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, to to our c- knowledge, yeah. we're all coronavirus free. Yes. But I have had a run-in. I've had a run-in with someone who, you know, might have had it. Right. Are you like, feeling okay now? I mean, I'm feeling okay. Uh, right. But uh, I'm annoyed that they uh, exposed themselves to me because they very easily could not have done. Yeah, but people like to expose themselves to other people. Uh, yeah, I don't want. I don't want On either the regular. of the pe- I don't want <laughs> either of the people in question to expose themselves to me. <laughs> you know full well who I mean. Right. Uh, yeah, well, I, I do, but you know, after weeks of lockdown, you never know. I do. <laughs> I do know. Uh, well, right. I mean, the good the good thing is, is we've still got cartoons to watch because they haven't taken them away from us. Yeah, and the audio quality of our episodes is going to adopt a sort of uh, retro read about three years ago feel, where yeah. we're on snowballs yeah. and there's cars going past in the background. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a shame we can't get that good cassette feeling. Although, the biggest problem with recording here in the past has been uh, people shouting in the street. And they're not allowed to shout in the street. They, they're not no, allowed they're to be not. there. They've got to keep so, apart from each other. Although, if they do want to communicate, shouting will be the only available method. And also, you won't have as many buses go past your house anymore. Because yeah, surely so they're going to... It's Sunday service now, isn't it? Yeah, so like, there's still a quality increase from, from when we first started. But a massive yeah. decrease from our normal... Our normal uh, yeah. state of play that that is unfortunate but you know we'll, we'll just have to bear with it but you know i'm we're, we're bearing with a lot i'm sure we can bear with that as well yeah. uh so uh last week we established that uh bugs and elmer were still swapped over yeah um which uh is going to be particularly difficult uh ongoing we've seen a uh peripheral tweety uh actually in peril from sylvester which is a yes. rarity uh, no yep. grannies around, but now that tweety has fifty lions, so still, still, you know, yeah, formidable. Pretty, yeah, pretty good. And we also had um, Pepe Le Pew, uh, the beginnings of yeah, the, kind of like the an origin story. Of, we think the, we think yeah. the first time he met uh, Penelope Pussycat, uh, yeah. and the start of his obsession with similar cats in a similar 
white stripe down the back plight. Um, yes, it's 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 a complex now, I suppose. It's it, well, yeah. I mean, that is like, not I, to excuse. That is not to excuse anything oof. he's ever done. I want oh, to stress that. I mean, Absolutely yeah, like, I mean, not. It, I I want to know more about him, but I don't want to see more episodes with him. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like it's like I, I don't really I don't, want to see any more. Of him, I want to know more, but I really want someone to have already done it, and we yeah. can just never engage with that that terrible terrible sex pest but, ever again. But unfortunately, the the people that are going to do that is us. So we're doing yep. it for other people. Tremendous sense of duty all round. I think so. Uh, but I, th- I think it is. So I'll tell you who is at the opposite end of that spectrum for me and who I'm always glad to see. Who's that then? It's those goofy gophers. Oh, I love the goofy gophers. And that's how we're opening up uh, this week. Like, what better way in this time of crisis to open than with the goofy gophers who are always an absolute delight? Uh, They are. Should Should we give them a watch? Yeah, let's give them a watch. We're watching Lumberjerks. It's a goofy gophers number from June 25th, 1955. Yeah, that was that, yeah, that was that was quite interesting. Like, because immediately I was like, "Oh, these guys are getting ready for um, coronavirus." They're always prepping. Yeah, they, they are always prepping, but then uh, they're like, at least they have like a routine by which they have to prep. Yeah, and but the, like, is it always like? Are they just doing it all year? That's a good point because I mean, what is it? June. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I guess they sort of are doing it half Do we? That's interesting. Yeah. Have we? They were, we doing it last, goofy... the, they were doing it in the last episode as well because they were filling up chests of drawers with nuts. Yeah, but I'm just wondering how many uh, winter episodes with Goofy Gophers we have. Uh, I don't know, maybe a few lot. Or if, but... or if, they, or if they do, if they do, do genuinely hibernate. I just think they can't get a nut. Like, they're just hoarders. I think they're just nut hoarders. <laughs> nut hoarders. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's genuinely what we've got. It's yeah, just survivalists. Yeah. Like, like they because because they they're always tend to be moving house as well. So I reckon they're like they're stocking up all over the country. They are moving house a lot, but they in this one they seem very very precious about their tree. They do, but I think that's because they're using it to store, like you know that like all the stuff they need in that town. That's where they're so storing do, it. So do you think it's because this tree? It's not because they were very precious because it's their home. It's that this tree was particularly big and hollow. Yeah, like they, they they spent a bit of time because if you notice, like when when it was cut cut down, there was a big hole in the middle of it, wasn't there? So they've obviously been in there just like gophering away on the yeah, inside. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy the phrase. It's like, oh, apparently someone's chopped down our tree, and the, the response was apparently, very apparently, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was very good. Actually, yeah. using it in the day to day. I like it. Yeah, it was. They, they, they are just such an entertaining couple. Like it was interesting in this one though, because there were two instances, which and I don't think we've seen it before from either of them, of anger. Yes. Yeah. But there I mean, was, but one of tr- them was like you know, you snore real loud. Yeah. Like which is you know a you know sort of gentle ribbing sort of anger and the yeah. other one was out of genuine concern for the other one's safety because they were really worried yes yeah yeah so like i was like oh i've never seen this anger before because there's one bit where he goes through the uh 
the machine with the log when he's trying to save it, and he comes yes. out with like coils of uh, coils of wood on his on his head, and he yeah. just comes in and he looks like a little girl, and he just comes and sings a little song. Yes, and, uh, yeah. The other one loses his shit. Um, yeah, but how did he survive that? It's just a lucky. It's just a lucky chap, isn't he? To say they survived the saw when they yeah, were but, asleep. Well, yeah, but the like that plane. Like turning the log into a plank. That, I mean, that that must have done some. You know, it's got to be some complex machinery inside there. Like, I guess he's just. I guess he's just quick. He's just a quick little guy. I mean, we don't know what the machinery is like, but we do know it's absurdly inefficient. It is very inefficient, and because it there's did one bit seem... where they put a log in and it produced one toothpick, an artisanal yes. toothpick. Yeah, <laughs> and the, they were also making logs into artificial logs, but it did seem that it was all fully robotic. Yeah, there wasn't any. There weren't any the, cops like, until the delivery aspect of the. Yeah, uh, of the they were the, the only problem. humans. So, I mean, we have had a resurgence recently in um, the uh, sort of automated nineteen fifties household dream. Yes, uh, we saw a lot yeah. of it in the thirties. Yeah, well, maybe the forties with the two curious puppies, and they would visit. Um, they would visit a sort of like house of the future, yeah, and get into all sorts of scrapes, yeah. And then we've seen a resurgence of that quite recently. I can't remember who it was, but it wasn't two curious puppies, but it was the same sort of vibe. Uh, it was Daffy and Elmer, wasn't it? Yeah, that sounds true. Daffy, Daffy fitted Elmer's house out. Are we seeing the advent of some sort of AI uh, takeover, or have I just recently watched the movie Demon Seed and that got that on the brain? <laughs> I, I think you might just have it on the brain. What what I was concerned about is we were having sort of like a fern gully sort of situation, right? Where, okay, where, you know, like the the goofy golfers are going to be you know the main characters in Fern Gully. Eventually, we're going to see one of them flying around on a bat. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Like that, and, that's what they're working up towards. That's yeah, why they're holding and, all this stuff. Like because yeah. you know. When it all when it all starts going wrong, they've got to they've got to you know really Keep be it, the heroes of the day. Yeah, and, and it just seems like it's it's robots that are, that that seem to be chopping down all the natural all the natural world, and that's that that is concerning. Yeah, it very much is. But like, how, how like do we think this is the advent of that, or do we think that's going on all over, and we're just seeing um, we're just seeing their their perspective on it. I mean, I think it's the advent of it because I think what's actually happening is because they were just making furniture and bits like that. You know, they weren't just cutting it down. So I think what ha- or what is likely to happen is somebody's thought, oh, how can we automate all this process? So they're going to bring in an AI for making furniture and chopping down plants and trees and stuff like that. And then that's just going to get out of control. You know, it's going to be like Judgment Day, but with making furniture. Right, okay, so it's going to be <laughs> Judgment Day, but with making venture. My worry about that, in your whole uh, scenario, is on the one hand, you're expecting the Goofy Gophers to be the heroes of the day and riding around on a bat fern gully style. Yeah. But they seem very satiated with uh, this uh, stack of furniture they've now got, including yeah. the television, which yeah. they're very satisfied with, and they don't have it plugged in. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's by it's their own alarm- admission. That isn't me. That isn't projection on my part. No. They don't have it plugged in. No, no, they don't because they said it'll be much better when electricity comes along. Yeah, so I, I'm worried I mean, if they're on the wrong side of the Fern Gully situation. I, I, I am concerned as well. Because, like, really, the only the only characters that haven't let us down yet, at all, ever, 
yeah. are, are the Goofy Gophers. And uh, but, if this is the point where they get really roped into this, you know, this dystopian future that's been laid out, then, you know, I, I dread to think where this whole thing's going. I mean, the thing is, is we, like, we know someone must do something about it. Okay. And and, well, well, because, you know, it's, it's not happening in Space Jam. That's true, although, you know, I mean, just by the very merit of it being the 90s, it sort of is. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just not what the film is about. That is very true. It's like, it's like it, it's definitely happened by Space Jam. Yeah, no, it has, hasn't it? <laughs> Shit. Because it's happened by now. I mean, we don't know what it's like in the Tooniverse, because we don't really see in the Tooniverse a lot in Space Jam. Yeah. We just see the Toons come and help out in our world. Yes. Uh, the Tooniverse, the like, it might stray from our world in certain ways, but in general vibe, it pretty much always mirrors the goings-on of our world. Yeah. Whether that's because elements of our world are entering or leaving uh, the Tooniverse, or whether it's just that the two are somehow intertwined fatalistically, we don't know. That's no. what we're here to find out. But, ultimately, we've got to assume that if the 90s in the Tooniverse or anything like the 90s here, then, you know... It, yeah. The Fern Gully situation isn't going very well. Yeah, Fern Gully could have went wrong. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, oh well. It was, a, it was a good ride. Yeah, we'll just have to, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on the old Goofy Gophers, because hopefully I mean, we'll do something about it. We will always keep an eye on the Goofy Gophers, because they're a delight. Yeah. But right now, we're going to get in with uh, a real gang of characters here. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Whom, some of whom have never crossed paths. Some of whom there's been some confusion about their name and whether they're a dog or a wolf at any given time. And ultimately, some of them just plain aren't friends or at least shouldn't be. Yeah. We've got, uh, we've got uh, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, Granny, outside of a Tweety episode, which I don't think we've seen apart from when she was on swing shifts at uh, Lockheed. Lockheed. Yeah. Uh, Yosemite Sam and Announcer. I don't know how he's different to Narrator. But let's find um, out. Yeah. In This Is a Life, uh, a All Those People I Just Said number from July 9th, 1955. Right, so Elmer appears to have, a, have himself a new job. Um, on this is your life, essentially. Well, do we think this uh, happened as a result of the... Because uh, didn't he also wind up involved with the same radio station as Porky at some point? Didn't they cram him in there at some point? Uh, I think he ended up as um, some sort of executive in there. So it is very possible that it's just kind of like a like an offshoot of that. Maybe he just wants to get himself out. It's where they're but, cramming all the people who are problem children that they need. Yeah. But what I was thinking is whether or not it's actually uh, a ploy by Elmer to get Bugs. Well, so I still feel like it's—I still feel like Bugs is Elmer and Elmer is Bugs. Right. So you think that I think was... Bugs wants back. Yeah. And Elmer, and uh, like so, he appeals to Elmer's sort of uh, pride. Yeah. Gets him up on this is your life, and then tries to tries to tries to bomb him. 
Well, it, what I find interesting, though, is um, Bugs, he was talking about the beginning of time. So that's yeah. why I was thinking, and that, that was actually Bugs we were seeing, because yeah, he's, seen so I, the begin- he's seen the beginning of time. That's true. Uh, I I did wonder about that, because I did think at that point, exactly that point, uh, that that's, like, that's a very, that's Bugs is being very Bugs. Like Elmer, yes. I expect Bugs to be able to do Elmer to a T. Whereas yes. I don't expect Elmer to be able to do bugs to a T. No, because when we first saw Elmer doing bugs, he wasn't doing a very good rabbit impression. He looked ridiculous. Yeah, but you know, he might have he might have uh, fallen into it now. He's had a he's had a few months. He's had a bit of time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But also the the flip side of that coin is um when Elmer or maybe Bugs can't tell, but whoever's Elmer in this episode, uh says, No, not that far back. Uh, Bugs starts explaining his origin story. Yes, and yeah, it's different yeah. to the origin story, origin stories we've heard before. And we also know that Bugs sort of started out outside of uh, society. Yes. Whereas, Whereas this seems to start in a window box. Yeah, this is it's like his. You know, his parents are Brooklyn born and bred, which is you know. By his accent, you know, understandable, but yes. really by anything else we know about him, untrue. The trouble well, is, Bugs has muddied the water in a uh, Heath Ledger's Joker-esque fashion. On yes. the front. <laughs> he, he just he makes it up as he goes along. He does, yeah. That, that, that is kind of the problem with uh, Bugs, is you can't really trust everything he says. Nor should you. No, because it, he will lie to you if he finds it funny. Uh, so <laughs> that, that's an unreliable narrator. Uh, yeah, you know. Did but, you did you see Granny's eyes as well? They were that. They were, that was they that, were dead. That yeah. That that she was so angry, and her eyes were like devoid of color. It was like she was wearing those white contacts. Yeah, and it it's just weird. like. Do you think that's withdrawal from Tweety? What color are Granny's eyes normally? Because if they're blue, then yes. I, th- I think they are blue, you know. Because Tweety's got these big blue eyes. And is it that when Granny's being piloted by a Tweety, she gets, she gets like, the, the blue bright eyes. blue eyes, and actually, you know, at this point, you know, it's like she's had a lobotomy, and oh, she's God. just these cold, dead eyes. Yeah, but th- but then why is she there? Like do, like, do you think Tweety sent her there to kind of check up on what's going on? No, because I don't back. think Tweety sent her there, because... Uh, because ultimately, otherwise, she'd, if, if Tweety had sent her there, there'd be the blue eyes. Yeah. Then why is she there? I, I like, I've just realised I said that, you know, something we established 12 seconds ago. <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's, just, that's just the way it is. That, that, yeah, she'd have blue eyes. Yeah, We've she'd have it. blue eyes. It's done. Uh, yeah, but what, like, why is she there if, if, if it's not at Tweety's behest? I think she's come to watch the show. Yeah, possibly. She's I mean, very genu- angry, though. I genuinely very yeah. angry. I think that was Granny. I think that was genuine Granny. Yeah. Especially no, since okay. it was the last time we saw uh, a Tweety, presumably local to New York, given that Sylvester was there, and yeah. like he normally makes a big deal if he's travelled. He's like, there's always a big thing if he's gone to Slobovia. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. So, presumably New York-centric. The last t- time we saw Tweety, didn't have a Granny. So maybe yeah, they become separated by something. Oh God! Maybe, and only, uh, it, only fifty lions can help. Yeah, I'm wondering whether or not, like, 
her Tweety died, and that maybe that's why she's so angry. Finally got got. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's interesting. We need to see. We need to see Granny in another episode uh, with a Tweety just to check to, to double check that eye thing because I'm fairly certain her eyes are normally blue. They're definitely not normally like that. We no. that much we know. That but, that was scary. I was genuinely concerned for Daffy. Yeah, I did. I oh, you you do, you do not want to piss this lass off. How did you feel about the way this whole thing wound up? What, I've just got Daffy, to stop. I've just... just got to stop this. I mean, I know. Uh, I know this isn't great for the listener at home, but it's it, it's hit me. We've got the subtitles on on Skype. It bleeped yeah. you out. Did it? When you said piss said, off, it, it asterisked it out. Well, let, let's let's just see quickly what Skype thinks is a swear word. This is great radio. Bastard. Fuck. Is that is that is that is that a swear no, word? Bleep, bleeped out. Fuck. Um, b- banana hammock. Is that is that a swear word? Banana okay? hammocks are goer. Banana hammocks are goer. Um, God okay. damn it. Oh, interesting. Bleeped out. Oh, mate. Both God Bless. and damn. What if I just say God? Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. And it capitalises it. Oh, <laughs> this wow, is that's great good. radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Great radio. I mean, I'm quite impressed by it and I'm quite annoyed by it. Yeah. It's like, uh, don't censor yeah. me, I'm on a Skype call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll say what I want. i say what I want. Cool. Uh, oh, well, that's how you, good. How, how do you feel about uh, that? Uh, how do you feel that worked out for Daffy in the end? I mean, he was he was fine in the end. He was just a bit bald. And he did seem quite angry at Bugs. But, I mean, I don't know. He's, he's definitely got a jealous streak, hasn't he? He does. But, like, I was thinking, because this is why I was in the mindset that Bugs and Elmore were still swapped. Was that it would make sense to me that uh, they uh, that Bugs finds a plan to swap back, and Daffy fucks it up because of his jealous streak. Yeah, that is possible. I don't know. I just I I, I think they have swapped. It was literally just because Bugs is talking about the beginning of time as if yeah. he's seen it. Yeah, it was it, it was very Bugs. They must yeah. they must have swapped back. And to be honest, I so think maybe it's Elmore if- trying to get back into Bugs. Possibly, but I think if Bugs was Elmer at this point, he would have um, actually found a way of bombing both Yosemite Sam and Elmer. Yeah, I think so. But then also it wouldn't, I guess it wouldn't hugely be in his interests to bomb them because like the whole reason, the whole reason he's had any interaction with them up until this point is to, is to, you know, hone their skills and hone their uh, personalities so they can tackle this this future event. So I guess handing out a bomb only makes sense from Elmer's perspective, not Bugs's. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Okay. No, you've 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 talked me round on that one. <laughs> I've swayed you. I've swayed you on I've it. Swayed you. Uh, yeah. I mean, like outside of the the sort of this is your life format. There's not much to talk about in that episode because it was all clip show stuff. Um, yes. It's all stuff had, we've seen before. I had forgotten just how good of a gag the rat, the wabbit detector, just being <laughs> bugs on a microphone going, like, call her, call her. Yeah, yeah, her. yeah. Nah, you can't. Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, it was great. great. This is yeah. it. <laughs> well done, bugs. Bit. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that pleased me a lot. Uh, 
in this time of crisis, we're going to give LeBron a break. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I think I, ma- I imagine he, you know, just wants to, you know, just make sure, you know, it, him and his family are all right and like that everyone around him's fine. So like, we'll leave, we'll give him a break. It's also less editing for me in this irritating Skype format. <laughs> uh, so so uh, you know, you decide at home which reason I'm really rolling with. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think we should just power on into our. Uh, our last one for today. It's a Ralph yep. Wolf and Sam Sheepdog number. Now, last time we saw these guys, their their names were very confusing. But we'll we'll try and we'll try and lock it down this time. Yep. Um, it's called Double or Mutton, uh, and it's from July twenty third, nineteen fifty five. I love these guys. They are good. <laughs> Yeah, that was the one I've been waiting for. Yeah, that that, that was a, a very fun episode. A lot of questions. I really, though. really like that. I really, really like the sort of uh, the sheepdog and wolf episodes. Uh, like I don't know, I, I've always loved them since I was a kid. I just I know they just do it for me. Yeah, but that clock in, clock out gag. They spend a while honing it, and then they realise just take it back to basics. Yeah. the last last one we watched, like it was the wolves both clocking in. And the sheepdogs both clocking in. That's when the names got all confused. Yes. Yeah. This one, just keep it simple. The wolf and the sheepdog should be friends from work. Yeah, and and you know they are diligent in their jobs. Like you know, the wolf knows exactly what his job is. The sheepdog knows exactly what his job is. But they both do it. Do you reckon they go for a beer yeah. afterwards? I mean, not on this particular day. They definitely leave in different directions. Yeah. But like, it is just you know, it's it, they're very professional. They arrive in the morning. They're civil to one another. Then they go through the the motions. Yeah. And then, and then at the end of the day, it's you know, see you tomorrow, Ralph. See you tomorrow, Sam. Do you reckon the, the sh- joy? Do you reckon the sheep have to clock in? Do you I don't know because we, because obviously we never see the sheep clock in. But like, do you think do you think they're sentient and do you think they're workers? Well, let's get to the bottom of this because ultimately, like realistically, this episode it's great and it's all very funny, but ultimately it doesn't really it doesn't really like answer much. It's similar formula to everything else. Yes. Let's try and get to the bottom of what this gambit is. So we know the wolves and the sheepdog are both at their jobs, yeah. and at this point they're both at the, they're both employed by the same people. They're clocking in and out on the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They have the same employer, but who is that employer, and what's the point? And what do they? Be- how do they benefit from having someone trying to rob them at all times? Yeah. So let's 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 try and break this down. So I mean, I think if the she- if the sheep are employees, yeah, then the only purpose could be for entertainment purposes. Yeah, that was my my thinking as well, and it would also go some way to explaining. We're not explaining, but sort of marrying the similarities between Wiley Coyote yeah. and Ralph Wolf. Yes, uh, like they're 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 doing a similar job. Yes. Do we think this is like sort of a more live event, like you know, more contained? Like just it's just this field. This is what's happening. Yeah, I'm wondering whether or not it's um, like like you say, whether or not there's just like a theatre esque sort of thing around it. But then, I mean. That's going to get boring real quick, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm wondering if people get like if people can bet on it. 
Maybe it's a maybe it's a goer. Maybe it makes sense. Yeah, pot the bucket is kind of like horse racing. Yeah, if people can bet on it, yeah. then then it sort of makes more sense from a business perspective overall. Yeah. So do you um, do you think the sheep are in on it, or do you reckon they are just like sort of you know actual sheep? I I don't think the sheep are in on it. So you don't think they're sentient? But I do think the owner of the sheep probably gets a cut. Yeah, but I don't because I don't think if um, Ralph ever got a sheep, he would do anything with it. I don't think he would actually kill it. Yeah, I think because he because he's I don't know he's oddly jolly about it. Like it is a game to him. Like, yeah. That is, like he's hung. He's a hungry boy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He would he would like to eat the sheep, but like he definitely has a sort of showmanship about him. Yeah. That that you know does very much suggest that this is all for a game. Um. But then again, if he got a sheep, wouldn't that be the end of that week's show? So, like, really, the the cost to any farmer, like, like say that say they go round to farms, yeah, and go, would you be interested in participating in Sheep, Dog, and Wolf, yeah. the hit TV show? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think that's Sheep, comma Dog, and Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, if the cost is one sheep. But they're gonna get, you know, they're gonna get a, a cut of all this, uh, a cut of all this television dollar. Yeah, that's true. It's probably worth it for them. Yeah, I wonder whether or not maybe they, you know, kind of train their sheep to be a little bit more, you know, on edge. But I suppose probably not because because those sheep, yeah, those no, sheep they, were they, so they just, docile. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I, I like, I think they probably, you know, do sort of uh, train the sheep to some extent, but the opposite way, I think. Yes. Just to yeah. Be, just to be fodder. Yeah, just, just just to be so placid. But the show does definitely it definitely doesn't work like, you know, he can't just go on a fucking rampage. That's not the way of it. No. He can't just start ravaging stuff and then Sam has to get him. He has to he has to steal a sheep. Yes, That's yeah, yeah. Rules. Yeah, he, he has to get by Sam somehow. He has to nick one, Sam must never know it has happened. Yes. Or like ne- never never know never know how it happened. Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe uh maybe uh there's a level of audience participation. Maybe people can send in plans. Yeah, possibly because he because he was he was he was changing wildly from like one thing to another. Like at one point, he turns up in a helicopter. Yeah, I do want to know where he got the helicopter and the and like realistically, television funding is is the only uh, yeah the only explanation there. But I do think it means that uh, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel audience submission wise. If they're allowing, just get a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, like get a helicopter and Into give it. that a go. Like because much though Sam is turned out to be super strong and can just yank, yes, a, yeah. yank a helicopter from the sky yeah. with with one good tug. Uh like I mean, the audience surely surely doesn't know that's the case. No, Although I, they have seen him hammer a wolf into the ground like a nail yeah. on a number of occasions. And so. he's also incredibly strong and fast. Like that's that's the, that's the key thing here is is he's got several powers because when he uh, Ralph did the tightrope, like Sam was able to undo one end of the rope and then run to the other end of the rope and be holding the arrow that had the rope tied to it. Yeah, I think Sam's appearance uh, belies his uh, abilities in that regard yeah. because he's got his hair over his eyes. You just presume he can't see, but he can see everything. Yeah. And like, and, and he's big and bulky, but he's super quick. Do you reckon? Um, do you reckon he's like Daredevil? 
Ah, oh, maybe. Like, do, is it because he's got hair over his ears and eyes? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking he he is in or sees in sound or something along those sort of lines. He just sees slight movements in the hair in front of his face. Exactly <laughs> what that means. He sees them quiver. Yeah, yeah, and he's just, and, he, and he's off. Yeah, he he looks at it. It's like a jo- It's like that um fucking Joy Division cover. Yeah, it's just load of strands, just really, just 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 wiggling just right. And he's like, right, I'm off. But I know what I'm doing. But 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 to him, he can read it like the Matrix. Yeah, absolutely. It's just it's like it's it's clear as day to him. Yeah, it's actually just slight. You know he. You know, it's it's like string theory incarnate. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty happy with that. Yeah, but then you know, but then again, I do wonder if he could be put to better use. Well, I mean, probably, like, especially if Bugs finds out about him. I don't remember Sam being in Space Jam. I don't uh, think he was, and like, which is a shame. But I, I, I think he's pretty dead set. I think he's just like, no, nah, I've got my job. I reckon he's got like a wife and kids at home, and he's just he's just happy, to, like clocking in, clocking out. Like, he's the superhero who never did the superhero thing. Yeah, ever. Yeah, he's and so didn't get locked into it. Because the trouble is, like, even the re- most reluctant sort of superheroes, they've got superpowers, but they just want their normal life. The trouble is, they've done some superhero stuff. Yeah. Whereas if they just never ever did any. Yes. Yeah. Like then, then no, then suddenly the the public expectation is lowered massively. Yes, yeah. You know, no one's coming around going, you know, you're the hero, you're the hero the universe needs because he, he's just he's, some dude from yeah, he, from a game from a reality TV <laughs> show. Yeah, he's never he's never been a hero, so he's never will be a hero. He's just yeah. it's just Sam. Yeah, I'm pleased that. Okay, so they just go around to farms and do this. Yeah. Do you reckon it's something it they've set up, or do you reckon they've been hired? Um, I reckon, I reckon Ralph is a sort of oh fuck, what's the guy's name? The Confessions of a Dangerous Mind guy, the guy who invented the um, who did the Gong Show and oh right, yes, the, yeah, yeah, the dating game, like who uh, you know, he would just go and pitch shows endlessly. Yeah. And you know, eventually, see what would, sticks. It will stick, and but he would be the, he. But he he wasn't having it if he wasn't the host. <laughs> yeah. He was the host. Here's his game idea. Yeah. It also does give because <laughs> the obviously confessions of a dangerous mind. He's uh, also uh, maintaining absolutely that he was a CIA agent. Yes. At the same time as doing all these things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's <laughs> that angle to think about with Ralph. But I reckon Ralph's in that mode. Yeah, I he's, think so. I think he's the he's the mind behind the game. He's definitely not the money behind the game. He's not the network. No, but he's he's the he's the mind behind it. But he's he's the star. He's he's on it. Yeah. Do you, do you reckon he brought Sam in, or do you reckon the network found Sam? I don't know. Do you? I I kind of think that maybe uh, Sam was just a sheepdog somewhere where Ralph, when he was a bit more down on his luck, maybe uh, tried to. Nick a sheep from yeah, and he realised that Sam was pretty good and thought this is this is relatively entertaining. We could make a thing of what, this. One time when he'd been hammered into the ground, <laughs> yeah, uh, the idea came to him, and uh, their lives have never been the same since. Uh, yeah, no, I like it. And uh, what I mean, the last question I've got is um, they clock in, clock out. Do you think it's a Monday to Friday, nine to five, jobby, or do you reckon it's like more like you know they work until it's done? 
Uh, he said it was definitely a see you tomorrow. I think they've got to work until it's done, but it's got. But I think it's probably on quite a lot in the in the week. I think it's one of those shows that you know maybe goes on like so that they 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 work till shooting is done. Yeah. Each day, uh, so they've definitely got an episode. But I reckon it it's on the same farm until he catches a sheep. Yeah. No. That, and then yeah, it moves. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 that, that makes sense. Or, or it's done. It, maybe a farm a week. Yeah, maybe a farm a week. Just, just, they want to keep it moving, and it, we haven't seen him catch a sheep yet, so that probably works a bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that makes me think. I'm, I'm, I'm like the fact that he fails pretty much all the time makes me keep more keen on the uh, audience submission of plans idea because, like, all those game shows that are on like Monday to Friday every week. Yeah. Like, they'll have someone who's currently winning and they'll keep being on it yes. until they lose. Yeah. Um, and so I reckon, you know, maybe, you know, yeah, if if someone's got something going, like, you know, oh, these are, these are some pretty good plans. Yeah. Like, maybe people can vote them vote them off or whatever, maybe. So, um, so I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I like that as an idea. I like that. I mean, I would, I would do that show. Yeah. If there was a... If there was a show on TV and a wolf, a sentient wolf, <laughs> and a sentient sheepdog yeah. basically just had to duke it out in that arena, and uh, I could submit plans for the wolf to uh, steal a sheep, and the wolf, regardless of how bad the plan was, had to try it. Would go, would go for it. Yeah, I would watch that, and I would submit plans all the time. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely would. I'd definitely be submitting plans. I, that would be a banging show. Yeah, maybe we should do it. I'm writing that down. <laughs> We've just got to get a sentient wolf and a super strong sheepdog. Easy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, ultimately, I don't, I don't really mind if it's you know people in a costume. <laughs> it's 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 uh, Dave Batista is uh, yeah. is Sam Sheepdog, <laughs> and I don't know. Don't know who I'd have as as Ralph Wolf, Doug Jones. Yeah, he can do the la- he like he does lanky like no one else. Yeah, so yeah, could Doug be. Jones and Dave Batista, uh, in Sheepdog and Wolf. <laughs> let's let let's pitch it. Let's get it done. <laughs> okay, well, well, I mean, there's no point hanging around. No, let's get on it. So that's about all we have time for this week. As ever, thank you for uh, for tuning in. It's good to know we're we're not on this journey alone, um, especially in these trying times. Yeah, um, it is really good. Can like, get- if there's one thing you can rely on, it's that we're still <laughs> our very important documentary podcast every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm- don't you worry yourselves about that. Now's a perfect time to catch up on the back catalogue as well. It is. You've got, like, you've literally, you know, pretty much by law, got fuck all else to do. Yeah, and so brilliant time to tell people about it. Like, it's, because yeah, now yeah, you can get real deep. Do you, do you know what uh, we should apply that mindset to? What's that? Social media. We should apply that to social Cause media because we've got nothing do, else cause, on. Because we've got fuck all else to do <laughs> we've as well. We've got nothing so, to do. Like Animal Crossing can only fill maybe two thirds of my day. You know, <laughs> so that's a third of the day spare for eating, sleeping, and put- social media. Yeah. I'll keep a, I'll keep a fraction for that. Yeah, small, so, small amount. Yeah. 
so yeah, if you enjoy the show, uh, please tell people about it because there's no better time to tell people about uh, about uh, new media that uh, is readily and freely available yeah. uh, than right now when people are stuck in their homes With- listening to and watching only media that is readily and freely available. And there's hundreds so- of hours of entertainment just in this one podcast. I think there's only a hundred hours of entertainment. That's still quite a lot. That's not, that's a lot. That's still quite a lot. If you break that down to like the, your waking hours yeah. each day, you know you've got a good week there. Yeah, that's plenty. It's lovely. Be good. So you know, if you like the show, please tell people about it. Uh, please leave us a review on uh, Podchaser or wherever you listen to podcasts because that uh, really helps us out. Um, also, if you subscribe on whatever you're, uh, oh, that you actually use, rather yeah. than uh, you know doing it through RSS, it just makes us look a bit better. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's ultimately what matters. Because we know you're out there, we know you listen, we've got the metrics. Yeah, but, we've seen. You know, yeah, just just tell just tell your mates. It's time they they caught up on this good stuff. Uh, as ever, we're going to leave you with a song. Uh, because we already used "Hungry Like the Wolf," it's been difficult. We tried to find songs about <laughs> yeah. sheep. There's not a lot. But there's not a lot of non-metaphorical songs about sheep. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we've, we've wound up back in the wolf bracket. Uh, so we're rolling with Cry Wolf by Aha because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's upbeat, isn't it? It and is. It's a happy right song. Now. Uh, so, uh, as ever, uh, we'll uh, see you next week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Sing happy birthday. Uh, and uh, don't go around touching or licking others. <laughs> not, not not right now. No, no. Now's not the time. That we can resume that in about three months. Hopefully, yeah. Once, once, once it's peaked. So, uh, no licking. Wash your hands. Don't be daft. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> Have a good one. Right. Bye. Bye.